I'm Junie Felix, and this is Moving Forward, Tiny Habits for Successful Soul Care. Thank you so much for taking just a few minutes to listen today, and I hope and I pray that you and I can encourage one another to walk by faith and to live out of love instead of fear more and more every single day. What's the most valuable thing in your life? I think Jesus would ask it this way. What is your treasure? Now, I was asking myself this question. I needed a refresher after watching episode two of the new Marvel series, What If, now streaming, currently streaming on Disney+. (laughs) The episode features the what if scenario of Prince T'Challa from Wakanda becoming Star-Lord instead of Peter Quill. Now, for those of you who are not Marvel fans, I see you. Here's the short of it. Peter Quill was a human being, or Terran, as he's known in the Marvel Universe, Peter Quill was abducted by an alien group called the Ravagers when he was about eight or nine years old. Now, Peter was a typical 80s kid. He had a Walkman filled with pop songs and a heart and mind just soaked in pop culture. But tragically, his mom had a brain tumor. She got really, really sick, and she died on the same night that he was abducted by the Ravagers. And he was with her when she died. So a lot of pain there. Now, T'Challa was heir to the throne of Wakanda, a hidden nation, I think around probably West Africa, a hidden nation, though, with a heart for community, innovation, knowledge, I mean, peace and protection of that national peace at any cost. And he was an explorer. He wanted adventure. He wanted to share his love for life and community all over the world. So, He is abducted in the what if scenario because he just has this hunger for adventure and sharing the good that he knows. So these are two kiddos with two very different upbringings for sure. And the cultures they came from make them contrasting characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And this is why I think they chose to make this particular swap. So without going too deep into the Marvel Universe, out of consideration for those who are not so much Marvel fans, I just want to share one quote from this episode that inspired the question that I asked at the very beginning. What is the most valuable thing in your life? What is your treasure? And here it is. So T'Challa is helping the Ravagers in this what-if scenario to collect this powerful object. It's called the Infinity Stone. It's an Infinity Stone, but it's the Power Stone. In order to get this object to a place of safety from those who are seeking the object to use it for harm instead of good, the power of that object. Now, in the original story in Guardians of the Galaxy, Peter Quill, he gets the object to see if he can use it for personal gain. He wants to sell that thing, get as much money as he can, and just go about his business. But T'Challa, once he has this object in the alternate scenario, he sees things from a totally opposite perspective. And he says, with the object in his hand, no treasure is worth as much as the good that can be done with it. So this was a physical thing. It had great power. It's actually called the power stone. And the one who has this stone can accomplish astonishing things. The power stone makes you virtually undefeatable. And all of this got me thinking about what my treasures are. What's the most valuable thing in my daily life? You know, and what are your treasures? What's the most valuable thing, object, the thing that grants you 
a feeling of security or safety or continuity or inspiration or assurance? You know, what is that thing that makes you feel like when you think about it, when you remember it, what's that thing that makes you feel like, hey, life isn't so bad and life is actually kind of good. I got this thing. So what is your power stone? Now, we often think of treasures as things that we should store away. We've been watching Antiques Roadshow. It's one of the habits that we picked up um, in all of this um, pandemic life. But we love watching Antiques Roadshow. And they often say, you should insure this for this number of dollars because it's worth this number of dollars. You know, so put it in a safe deposit box. Put it somewhere safe. Stop sticking your umbrellas in it. You know, they give all this advice for this valuable stuff. But, you know... What about the most valuable thing in your life? Those things are important. But taking that whole thought of those valuable things that, that give you that sense of security, what is the most valuable thing in your life on an ordinary day? Not something you'd have to lock away or be extra careful with, but, you know, on an on ordinary Monday or Friday, what's that valuable thing? Now, I thought about this for quite a while prayerfully. And I realize that the most valuable thing I possess in my daily moment-by-moment life, it isn't a physical thing at all. The thing that gives me power and assurance, that makes me feel undefeatable, it's not really a thing at all. My power stone is an idea. And it's the idea that I was made by an almighty God who loves me. He knows me. He made me to love and be loved. And it might seem strange to call this concept an idea, but it really is. The love of God is an idea. You know, faith is an idea. Hope and love, they're just ideas and energy. And just like you and me, It's an idea that's a treasure, and it's a treasure to me and billions of other humans across the span of humanity. And what's more powerful than an idea? The love of God is something that I gather close every morning. It's my first and favorite tiny habit for successful soul care just each new day, just waking up and saying, good morning, Father, I love you. It's, it's my treasure, but it wasn't always that way. I used to wake up every morning with a broken heart. Too much trauma and drama and chaos for too long had created the habit of waking up brokenhearted and seeking ways to push that, that sorrow aside so that I could function in the day. Now, I wasn't constantly depressed. Now, from time to time, that was true, but I was continually sad first thing, and I just kind of accepted it as part of my human normal, my journey. But though I worked at it continually, the sadness seemed to be a part of my normal until I learned how to start the day, gathering up and focusing on God's unfailing love and his presence, celebrating the idea of his love. And so when I was struck with that sorrow first thing, knowing that I was loved sowed a seed of hope into my journey. And I'm sharing this with you because though collecting valuable things is fun and interesting for sure, collecting a treasure that you can never lose and is available to you all the time, not just in the morning, but all day long, a treasure that empowers you to accomplish astonishing things, tiny but miraculous astonishing things. Now that right there is priceless. So does the idea of being loved completely and fully daily, constantly? Does that bring you joy, a spark of hope, the feeling of shine, as we say as behavior designers? Well, 
Me too. That idea. And it's actually the greatest treasure any one of us could possess as human creatures. As T'Challa said, no treasure is worth as much as the good that can be done with it. And you and I have this treasure, as another scripture says, in earthen vessels. And it's the most powerful treasure in the multiverse. But we lose it. The moment we decide not to believe that we're worthy of it, when we decide to embrace other ideas about our worth and value because of the ideas of others who may have influenced us to believe their ideas about us over God's, that we are truly loved eternally and constantly, no matter the situation or the circumstance, you and I are loved. And from that love... Power flows, true power, the power to offer kindness, a note of encouragement, a text message, a warm smile, a listening ear, a hot meal, a cold drink of water even, an encouraging DM or email, and the power to be kind and compassionate to yourself, to take good care of your body, your mind, your soul, and your spirit so that you can overflow and be a conduit of that love and care to others. Now, all of this comes from God. Everything that's good comes from God who is love. And that's why he never runs out of himself. So I pray that you'll join me in celebrating the best treasure in the multiverse, the idea of the unfailing love of God available to you right now in this moment. You are his idea. And as my new friend, Elisa from Revelation Wellness would say, you are a good idea, my friend. You are a treasure. So much so that Jesus said for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. And I'm just, I'm just praying that you'll join me every morning and all throughout the day, acknowledging and accepting and celebrating God's love and prompted by that love because there's no good in a gift except for the good that can be done with it. No treasure is worth as much as the good that we can do with it. So creatively overflowing, prompted by the love of God, no matter how tiny that expression of love is, the tiny habit for successful soul care is this. Your anchor moment is remembering or acknowledging that you are indeed loved. The tiny behavior is just saying a simple prayer. Thank you, Jesus. And the tiny celebration, how about just breathe in through the nose, hold it, and then out through the mouth, resting in the reality of that love because it's a good idea. It's a God idea. And as you align with God, you'll become a part of his good work in this great multiverse. Thank you so much for keeping me company for just a little while today. For more encouraging resources for your healing journey, including my new, thank you so much, number one best-selling book, You Are Worth the Work, Moving Forward from Trauma to Faith, I hope you'll stop by juniefelix.com. <laughs>